Some people clap on a one and three. Some people clap on a two and four. Some people don't join at all because they got no rhythm, and that's all right. Some people, they drink too much. Some people don't drink enough. Some people are just like me. I hope y'all forgive them. I'm like Scott and Tommy Corbins. I'm like Pete Southtown, Zan Zan. I'm always speaking my mind, but I'm better off by my tongue. I'm a bad show at the wrong time. Still, I'm a legend of my own mind. I'm good for the song, but I'm not for Welcome to another episode of Two Ales and Hockey Tales with Wally. And today, I'm so excited to have on a 33-year-old from Clinton Township, Michigan, USA. His hockey journey has taken him to the USA, France, Scotland, Italy, England, and Germany. A staple and coach of the Little Caesars minor hockey program. Ran amok in Scotland with the Flyers and the Clan. 89 points, 281 penalty minutes, and 115 EIHL matches, and was a CHL champion with the Fort Wayne Comets, kind of, we think, and ended his career as a captain in France, but is best known as a CCHA champion with Western Michigan Broncos and turning around the whole program. Welcome to the shed, Derek Roll. <laughs> Thanks, man. What an intro. What an well, intro. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for winning the CCHA championship and turning the program around that I bar- we buried with my with my class. <laughs> what year would what year did you graduate there? I don't know. Don't start with the tough questions, man. Um well, I don't know. 06. 05? 06. I don't know. Did you play with Chris Frank or no? Yes. One year with him? Frank so the tank. Oh yeah. Yeah. Perfect. So the yeah. new been 506, yeah. Um, and uh yeah, so I get into how we know each other. That is Western Michigan, right? Um, but we never had met that way. Um, first time I met you, I think was the clan versus the Cardiff Devils. Yep, I remember that. Do you remember it? Because I remember you because you came up to be at a face-off and you said, Hey Wally, what's up? And I was like, Who the fuck? Who are you? <laughs> Who's this guy? And then I was Bronco, bro. I heard you're a Bronco. No, I know. And then I was like, oh, he's a Bronco. Ah, cool. (laughs) Yeah, no, I wasn't very good at keeping track of what was going on, other than I did watch the game when you guys won it. Um, I do remember watching that happen. Joe Lewis, that was a time. That was an unbelievable time for sure. It's great for the program, and that was a hell of a night. Yeah. Do you guys have some fun that night then afterwards? We did. Yeah, we did. Yeah. yeah, NCAA, you know, you don't know what's allowed, but you gotta, you win something like that, you got a floor, right? <laughs> yep, that's right, that's right, making history. Uh, yeah, no doubt. Um, so I guess the other part, which is kind of strange how we would know each other, is that it says you're from Clinton Township, Michigan, and you'd said that's where you grew up, is that right? Grew up there, yeah, until I left for juniors, that's where I was, uh, that's where I resided, yep. I'm so that, that's person. where my father-in-law lives, and that's where I just was visiting him a little bit ago there. Um, right you know, on. just off Grashit there, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah, oh yeah, just off the highway, off Grashit. And so you got a boat, on, you got a boat too, because uh, we go. We used to go boating, St. Clair, uh, what's it, St. Clair Lake or whatever? Lake St. Clair. Lake St. Clair, that's it. Yeah, yeah. We've got, uh, my dad's got a uh, 40-foot uh, Sea Ray. 
Mm. So it's a pretty good oh, time out there. It's yeah. enough to get us around out there. Yeah. Yeah. There's some good spots that are like way steep, right? And everybody just anchors and just parties for the day. Anchor party, way steep, play, get beer, um, beers be going. It's rap. interesting how everybody can drive their boat out of there at that lake, eh? It is. It is. I mean, but every, everybody can do it. <laughs> eh, not everybody. There's there's a couple <laughs> casualties. Yeah, there's but, definitely uh, there's some issues, but no, it's quite the party lake. Eh? Yeah, it's good. It's a great time. Great lake. Um, I mean, all this different types of fishing. My boys, a couple of the boys I played with, Western guys or pro guys, um, they got some vessels, so we get out there a decent amount. It's fun. Um, so then uh I guess the other thing before I get past this is so Frankie was a senior when you're a freshman. Yes, he was. So he one of his stories when on his podcast was talking about the senior trip got canceled. So they ended up hosting it in the U Club. Was that your team? Oh yeah. We were there. Yep. It was the beer Olympics outside. Good time. Tarps. We had probably 15, 20 tarps, just tied them all together, had broken sticks, anchoring them up going from balcony to balcony just it was yeah pretty beer beer darts has to be one of the events there was beer darts there's flip cup there was beer pong it was there was probably seven different games that i don't know frank in that class made up i've never (laughs) felt like an olympian before but i feel like i could be an olympian in that league that was an olympic day that 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 sounds in my wheelhouse at western michigan too I excelled at I excelled at all those sports. <laughs> oh shit. Okay. So where and what are you doing now? Well, I'm living in St. Clair Shores. Um, I've got a wife and a almost two-year-old son. I am remodeling homes, doing some general contracting, mainly tile work. Um, and then I'm involved with coaching two little Caesars teams. I got the 07. So it's 14U and then 18U team. That's, so that, that's a lot. Two teams? Two squads. Yeah, I was with the 04 group when I first started coaching out of playing. And then a few of them are still around or were still in the organization. So helping that age group out uh, when I can. It's usually there a couple of days a week, one day a week for sure. Um, so then you can kind of make your own schedule with your remodeling then to, yeah. I guess, yeah. comply with minor hockey. Yes, absolutely. So it's good to be able to be self-employed and kind of set my own schedule and, um, you know, get to jobs some, sometimes. I've seen what you've been doing on Instagram. Didn't you have a couple other Broncos involved in this remodeling? I had uh, Matt Tennyson was helping me tear mine out. Um, and then Shane Birschbach was doing some stuff with me uh, recently over the summer. So he's an ex-Bronco and just retired from the Toledo Walleye. He's oh, the yeah. player there. He's got all the records. Mr. Well, all put a good word in. Maybe he'll pod with me. Maybe he'll come to the shed. Get him on the shed. Let's go. Talk to anybody, guys. <laughs> Especially Broncos. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, so, do you get paid then to coach minor hockey? Uh, Be honest. Yeah. You can tell me. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. We're taken care of. Or I'm taken care of um, by both teams, so. Uh, it works out on that side of things. It's, it's too much time. I love the game more than anything, but it's too much time to not be compensated to a certain extent. Well, no, yeah, I guess my kids on the team, right? So I don't get compensated, but I'm there anyways, right? I'm well coach. <laughs> you gotta go. That's right. That's right. But no, out. I love it. So um, you probably have a pretty good bond with that team you've worked your way up with. 
Yeah, then uh, there's a good group of guys there. Been through a lot. You know, I learned a lot through them and kind of being on the other side of things. It was it was interesting. It was, I learned a lot, gave them a lot of my knowledge, I like to think. And then, uh, I mean, I, I'm close with them. So, yeah, like to see, I like to see. I'm curious to see how some of them pan out now that next few years yeah because that that's a pretty uh big deal playing for a little caesars triple a at that age group right what is it so you're under what 14 and 18 14 you yeah the 07s and then uh 18 you 18 you is a little bit different than it was when we were growing up um as far as guys are gone and yeah the most of the talents kind of elsewhere and juniors already yeah, yeah, the oh. USHLs or the NAHLs or the whatever yeah. other LHLs. They rush to the USHL to play three minutes a night when they yeah. can be in and developing here. Some I don't know, some of it's kind of a little backwards, but it is what it is. It is interesting how everybody's in such a rush, right, to get to the highest level. You got to play at juniors. You got to play juniors next year. You got to be 16-year-old juniors. Like, you have to get drafted. If you don't get drafted, you're – the worst 16 year old in the United States. It's like, guys, chill out, relax a minute. Let, well, let your, let it play out. Just continue to work. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah. What are your, what are the parents like? Um, they've been good. I haven't had any issues with the groups that I've had. Um, but you know, you do hear stories and I mean, they expect a lot, but at the same time, I mean, we're with the kids a lot and we kind of, how much know. they got to play, how much do they pay to play minor hockey do you know it's a good question the last couple of years i want to say it was around uh, eight thousand dollars per player oh my god i just shot myself a little bit <laughs> <laughs> not not including travel hotels that the tournaments are on top of that yeah that's just the Tur- fee to get started right part of the team budget like that's included in the tournament fees and stuff but i mean you got to get your own hotel you got to get your own meals your yeah gas 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 yeah. yep gasoline meals on the road yeah a lot of drive-throughs whatnot but uh it's cool to get out of the house again i'm i'm out of the house again right we're seeing new towns you should yep. see some of the barns we play in oh boy uh small town ontario is awesome and the, some of the rinks are like they're Freezing. just oh they're beautiful god <laughs> check wait, out kitty ontario oh, <laughs> oh man Terra, Ontario. Beautiful rinks. Good stuff. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm sensing the sarcasm. I'm no, sorry. I actually really like them. Like, I, I I, miss hockey like that, right? I don't like all the new facilities. Don't need it. Too fancy, yeah. Yeah, a bunch of prima donnas, those little Caesars kids. <laughs> <laughs> sorry about that. I didn't mean it. Um, okay. <laughs> 8,000 bucks, eh? So then you played that, working your way up, eh? I played seven years for Little Caesars, yeah. Seven years. Holy moly. Yep. Okay. Um, Quebec tournament twice. Um, Quebec tournament twice? So you played up in age group? Yeah. I played with the 87 age group for the, my first four years of the organization. Or, yeah, first four. Did you hit puberty early or what? Uh, I guess I just had a little bit of skill. I was gifted at a young age. Yeah. Good for you. <laughs> I could hardly play with my age group. <laughs> bloomer. I was an early bloomer. Well, I could hardly play with my age group, but um, okay. Um, I had to switch to roller hockey. The guys were too big. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then you go from Little Caesars, and you're one of those kids too that has to leave Little Caesars to join the Youngstown Phantoms. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What a year that was. 
yeah. 16, 16 years old. I was uh, moved to Ohio. Is that Ohio? It's the armpit of Ohio. Yes. Ooh, there's some armpits in Ohio. <laughs> yeah. The you, that's the, really the worst. Yeah. So it's no Daytona Beach, Ohio, <laughs> where the Bombers play. No, no, not even close. Not even close. I've been there a couple of times, but no, that was a rough year. And I left a little early. So I played a year of midget majors. So 18 U hockey at 15. Uh, I had a pretty decent year, I think 40, 50 points, whatever it was. And then uh, made the, US, the North American team. Said I was going to go give it a shot. It was a real long year for myself and school, hockey, everything. Moving away from your parents and everything. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. But you know what? They might have appreciated it because instead of paying eight grand that year, they would have let you got up to play for free. That's right. I got free equipment. It all paid out, but yeah. That's why they're pushing you to junior kids. Don't listen to them. They just don't want to pay anymore. Don't Don't get sucked in. Get a side job, kids. Oh shit. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. So yeah, you went to Youngstown and that year was a, a struggle then, but you're switching high schools and the whole thing. I, I always, I always wondered what it'd be like to like switch high schools. Cause like I went to my own high school all the way through and played junior hockey till I went to Western Michigan. And like, I don't know, I feel like it would be intimidating going to new high schools, but I'm a bit of a, a P word when it comes to that sort of thing, you know? <laughs> well, you wouldn't have lasted in my boat then. Cause I went to five different high schools. It was an interesting high school. Deeper, say. And yeah, imagine that. You know, the period of your life where everyone's like, where'd you go to high school? Well, good like, thing you got through puberty early. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> I hate that. I hate that question. Where'd you go to high school? Uh, don't worry about it. <laughs> don't worry about it. Everywhere. Yeah. Well, you didn't graduate with your senior class. So you didn't graduate from home. No, <laughs> I, didn't. I didn't even walk in what in Cleveland, Ohio when I graduated. I just I haven't walked in any of my graduations, but don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's overrated it's overrated what's the point like it's just yeah. to get the piece of paper right <laughs> mail it to me man i got other things to do i've finished the task Tough. yeah so then you switch from youngstown to the lincoln stars yeah what a spot lincoln nebraska great spot is it yeah am i sensing sarcasm no, no. Honestly, probably the best place I was at for juniors. I mean, Columbus, Ohio was a nice setup, but uh, I got to ask you about that too. Lincoln was great. I mean, they took the, you were a celebrity in town. It's, I was at school from seven 30 to 11 done. And then we practiced 12, 1230 done with our day by one Really? So you're like living like the pro lifestyle. And that it was elite. Yeah, it was elite. Um, we had some good players on that team as well. Um, so I was just, yeah, I'm kind of on the outside looking in, played every few games and made a switch to the Cleveland Barons, which ended up being the USHL going into the USHL team, Ohio junior blue jackets. So So, when you're switching teams and stuff like this, who's guiding you as a kid? Nobody really that time, just talk to somebody, get a phone call. But that's the thing, right? You're on. So like you're on the Lincoln stars and it's like, well, how do you make that move? How, who, gets a hold of who and like how do you know you want to leave because you're just a young kid right so somebody's got to be yeah it was jack fritchie in cleveland who got a hold of me and saw i was playing kind of every other game and um being a high school kid i had to make a change at semester so it was like a small window when we had to decide and figure out and lincoln was kind of like for you to play and at the age you're at you're going to get more playing time if you make this move so Mm -hmm. they kind of pushed me or swayed me to do that and 
ended up heading back closer to home. Well, do you want to know when our our paths first crossed? That the research team got really hot tonight before this yeah. Yeah. is uh, <clears throat> my once and only time um, getting to an NHL training camp was with the Columbus Blue Jackets in 2006, I think. Um, and that is right when you're playing for the Columbus Junior Blue Jackets. So were you playing on the rink, the second yeah, pad, the one beside it? The ice house or ice house. Yeah, the one next door. That's, that's the only sheet I got to skate on. I didn't get to go on the real ice. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know that little room in the corner? Where they like put it. the draft picks and me? <laughs> yeah, there's no toilet and anything in there. There's just a room. Yeah, that with all it. the weird numbers. Yeah, that, yeah, on the jerseys. Well, yeah. Holding jersey. Yeah, that was it. But <laughs> yeah. great town. I got to stay there for 48 hours, man. 48. Hey, that's more yeah. than some can say. <laughs> no, they have to keep you for 48. Oh, that was like a rule. It was mandatory. <laughs> no, you actually have to keep you them for 48. They didn't want me there that long. They didn't even let me come to the rookie tournament. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, that's what happens when you guarantee someone a contract if they come senior year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. But, yeah, so you were there playing on that rank. Hey, that's a nice setup, though, for a junior kid. It, eh? it was better It was better when we played in that small rank as opposed to Nationwide. We played, like, six games in there, and it looked like there's eight people. It was terrible. But just, This just popped in my head because I like talking about food, and I still remember this meal from that training camp was – did you ever eat across the road from that junior, the rink? Um, and they had a burger that was a bison burger. Bison burger. Yeah. Oh God. The big dogs. Melt, why are, why are the, why is bison so good? I don't know. They run around more than cows. <laughs> <laughs> was a bison at one point. My Not so too. fatty. <laughs> But seriously, you've had one of those burgers for that place? I think so. Yeah. Oh, God, was it good. Yeah. I crushed everything in that town. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I'm not saying anything to that. <laughs> Jeepers. Leave it, at, leave it at that. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I think we're talking about food. <laughs> <laughs> so you did well there? Yeah, did well. Yeah, that was, that was that's really year. good. Last played year. Played well. Ate a lot. Performed well. Ate everything. <laughs> That's actually how I lived my whole career. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Same. Okay. So, <clears throat> yeah, that's interesting that we would have been at that rink like the same time. You would have just been a young junior kid, and I was already. I was looking up to you. I was looking up to you. No, you weren't. You were looking up to the guys that got to play on the real ice. (laughs) No, I was watching you guys in that rink. For sure. (laughs) Totally. (laughs) I don't even think the parking guy was going to let me in because he's like, wait, you're not a hockey player. (laughs) Can't come here. What are you doing here? Uh, I'll never forget when I went in the locker room for that training camp because someone had told me, he's like, when you get to a training camp, man, there's free shirts, there's free shorts, there's all this stuff. He's like, grab what you can because you don't know how many of these training camps you're going to get to. And then I tried to get some free t-shirts and man, they were all so big. (laughs) (laughs) They fit you now though. Oh, buddy, I'm lighter now than I was then, man. I'm like pretty well jacked drinking beers in my shed <laughs> um and speaking of that shout out to the bayfield brewing company i'm gonna open up my thresher belgian wet beer 
And, um, you know, they're having a budgeting meeting for 2022 and uh, deciding whether or not to support the pod now that the gal left that set it all up. So, folks, I'm just asking for a favor because I love their beer and uh, they're a small town restaurant brewery, just like I'm a small town guy. And if you could help me out and go to their website, bayfieldbrewing.com or .co or something, go there and write them an email and tell them what you think of the pod. Tell them how much you like hearing about their beer and the Bayfield Brewing Company, because when we talked they're like, I don't think they know what's going on in the shed. And if you guys could help me out and email them and say, you really should sponsor this guy because we believe in him then that would really help a guy out you know right I hear you, man. yeah for sure but bayfield brewing dot something com co but please do that because i want to drink more of these and this is the thresher belgian wit beer anyways moving on where were we uh, good question yeah, yep oh you're in columbus eating bison burgers and everything else <laughs> crushing everything so how do you get recruited to western michigan who recruits you chris brooks yeah former potter yeah in that episode in the 80s i've seen that i've seen that um unfortunately i never got to play for him um when i was there the year i came in he left okay so it went to stevens point but uh i was on the road i think i was in des moines um Got a call from him. He basically said, we got the same deal offer out to another guy. First come, first serve. So I was up pretty much all night. <laughs> Called back at three in the morning and said, hey, let's do it. So you didn't go to the school beforehand or nothing? I had no visits. I didn't get pampered like all these other kids do now. And Well, it would have been me pampering you, I would have hoped, because <laughs> I loved to pamper the kids when they came. <laughs> God. I did through visits which when I was there, which was fun. Um, most of them ended up committing, which was yeah. Well, you know, and you really do take pride in those trips, right? When a For when sure. a kid gets flowed in, and it's the coaches like they put it on you, and they're like, "Take this kid out and show him a good time." I put my heart and soul into every one of those. Oh, I mean, and when the coaches pull you aside and they're like, "We need this kid," like yeah. make and sure they're like, "Just give us the receipts day. tomorrow." Yeah. Make and it happen. Those are the teams that win. <laughs> those are the teams that win right there. Well, that, you got, and but it was interesting because you'd have other kids that come in and they kind of like, wouldn't really give you any guidance. They're kind of like, but like, they don't, they don't really want them that bad. Yeah, right. right. And it's like, take well, them out. Take them out, yeah. Yeah. You can tell. Yeah. You can tell. They, they definitely emphasize on the good players and the studs. I'm not sure what the kid's name was. <laughs> this is a story I've never told on the pod. I may as well tell it while this comes up. Uh, he was from out West Canada for sure. He came in the summer semester, right? When we're there, like the spring one where we're not playing hockey. We're just doing like a part-time class and just oh, yeah. bowling and having yeah. fun and stuff. And yeah. uh, th that night it, it stormed. <laughs> And we had had a party at one of the hockey houses there on Lafayette and uh, <clears throat> the drains like overflowed. Right. And there's big puddles. So surely I got naked and like, did like the, like, 
you know, slip and slide, like through the puddles naked. And then this kid was taking pictures on his phone, like not a can't, not an iPhone. Like this is back in the day, like a real phone. So then his parent, he would have got home and he would have got it published with his, or his parents would have, and then there would have been me naked going through puddles covered in dirt. (laughs) That guy didn't commit, (laughs) didn't come. Didn't no, come. Didn't make, mom <laughs> didn't get mom didn't sign off. Mom, mom was not on board. <laughs> no. No. Uh, what was his name? God, that'd be a funny one. That'd be a funny guy to have in the shed if I could ever figure out who that was. <laughs> West Side of Canada. Oh God. But no, yeah. I yeah, definitely so naked photos when the mom did that. What? So you played for Cohen? I did, yeah. So did you? Yeah, two years. I played it all four for him. Yeah, so you guys were probably the reason we couldn't live in houses. So, because like when I was a freshman, everyone was in apartments. Everyone well, was. In we were in uh, the U Club. Like there was like a apartment townhouse type thing, right? Like a yeah, four. It was Lafayette. a four bedroom. Yeah, that's not Lafayette. Lafayette's those are houses. Right, so, and that's where guys were when we first went there. But I don't think they were the problem. Like, like they just had normal college parties, like everybody else, right? But I don't know. I guess when you have a yard, things. Yeah. But, the apartments was dangerous and you can only fit so many people in those little ones. So we, we went out and signed on the house my freshman year, me, Ian Slater, JJ crew and Kylo Kane. And uh, one day Colin's like, Hey, you guys know where you're living yet? You go to U club or Jack pine or like all these places where the guys live. Like, no, we signed on a house in Lafayette. He's like, a house. What do you mean? You're not, you guys aren't supposed to live in houses. Do you say this is your freshman year? freshman year we had to live in the dorms for two years garbage no just one year one year one year so it's going in it's like end of the freshman year where we were figuring out and he's like you guys aren't allowed it's like hey man we already signed on the lease like we can't get out of it like <laughs> sorry sorry so, i'm not sorry <laughs> so then we had like sin we painted sin bin on the house put two hockey sticks like through the like boards of the house and he'd drive by and call one of our roommates who's a captain Slater. But hey, clean up your driveway. Clean it like clean <laughs> clean up your front lawn. <laughs> Man, it's literally Sunday morning at 9 30 a.m. He's the only one up, the captain. So <laughs> we'll get to it when they get up. Um so you were on Lafayette then? You were at a house all oh yeah, like so- eight out down. I don't know if you do this, but I did a pod. Uh, Ethan Frank came into the shed. He was like leading the NCAA goal scoring right now. And they're like fourth in the nation. (laughs) And I just saw Michigan canceled their game against them and, and said it was, it was COVID, but then it's not COVID. And it's because they got five guys in the world juniors. So they canceled their game against Western Michigan because they're scared. The Wolverines are scared of the Broncos folks. We did it. 100%, 100%, 100%. Started with Derek Roll's class and it's carried over. And now the Wolverines are scared of us. And guess what? They sure weren't scared of the Broncos back when I was playing. <laughs> no, they weren't. That was point night. That was point night. <laughs> God, I'd hear that song over and over. Oh, man. When Colhane used to play it the week of we'd play him, he'd play it in the, in the rink. Oh, it wouldn't get in your head at all, eh? And then we'd just hear it the whole weekend, too. It's terrible. Um, but yeah, that was nice. Junior year and senior year at the CCHA, we we rolled over Michigan pretty easily. Is that right? That warms my heart to hear. Um, and like Western Michigan, Kalamazoo, that school, 
the facilities they have, like they have everything you need to be a high end program in college hockey. And it's great to see that they're doing it. Yeah. There's a, there's some players coming out of there, man. I'm telling you, um, they're recruiting the right guys. They got a good setup right now. One of my roommates is an assistant coach, JJ crew. So, Oh, that's uh, cool. Touch with them quite a bit. Um, one of my old four goalies is actually committed to go there. Um, whether it's you would be right in that uh, spider web then, eh? With your coach and little Caesars, and then them being right there at Western the Michigan, little, eh? The little feeder system there, mm-hmm. little feeder. Yeah, but, the yeah, hockey spider web. Well, you're gonna have to get me in contact with these folks. I'd love to have them on. Get to yeah, know you because sure. I don't know your classes, right? Like once you leave school, you don't really you don't meet the new boys, you know. Well, I always hung around. I mean, I think that's part of like how it changed. You know, we would stay a lot. We started winning. It's obviously more fun to be around when you're winning. Oh. Not, to, not to say we didn't have a good time my first two years when we were not winning, but way more fun, way more hype around town. Um, just kind of everyone getting around you. It's, it's special. You should uh, put it in your calendar to come to the uh, golf outing. I really want to. Um, like 10, I- year, 10 year reunion this year, CCHA champs. Oh, for your class. You know what for, I mean, for everybody. Wow, you guys were the ones that won it. I wasn't on the team. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> what do you think? I celebrate if the other teams win championships? You celebrated, I you celebrated when we won in 2012, didn't you? I think I sat, I smiled and I was like, yeah. that's great. Like, that's awesome. They're, they're finally good at it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but it should be a good one actually it's it's always the third week of july um okay well, so, so no i really do want to go and actually my whole class to be honest with you and like obviously you know how kind of what it was like losing and whatnot but um i for the most part like my class has not been back for anything we have not gone back um there's some hard there's some hard feelings for a couple of my roommates by the end and like uh, now that we've been out in the shed, we've got it off our chest. I think everybody's ready to go back and everybody wants to be back. And everybody is still a Bronco at the end of the day. And we all cheer everybody on and we all hope they're doing well. Um, so I think we're all ready to come back and we all want to, you know, this gotta, is the year. Got to make this, it happen. This is the year boys. This is the year. Oh boy. Do you imagine? Eh? Oh, jeepers. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, no, that would be time. <laughs> it's great. There was a couple uh, years there where we were, we knew someone was working in the rink that's connected to the pool. So we would go from our golf outing to the bars, to the pool. And there was, I mean, huh. 70, 100 people in there. In the pool? In the pool area, which was set up. For the next morning, Sunday a.m. family class, like <laughs> mazes and everything, like the lanes were all dialed. Sounds fun. It's a great time. Um, that was in the past, you know. That's that was. But common. so, um, while you were at school, there was a coaching change, and you guys then bring in Blashill, right? It was he not your coach, the guy that's yeah, the coach sure. of the Red Wings, junior year, yeah. And then you guys went from last place to first place. Went from last place to I mean, top, top three. I mean, we were we lost in the finals to Miami of Ohio, who was loaded. Mealy, Canoni, Wingles, Weidman, um, Hirschfeld, Barber. I mean, they, they can go, the list goes on. But lost to them with Blash, but we made it to the tournament. So it was like first, first in 20 years, first in 25 years for school, school history. Um, 
so that was pretty special. Then three weeks into the summer, month in, he was going about how the year was going to go and accepted a job with Detroit. That was his only out clause in the contract was if he signed an NHL deal. And he did. Um, I'm just, just curious, right? Like, and I, I like, I think Cole Hayden did everything he could to do his best, right? Like he tried to make Western Michigan Broncos what he wanted it to be, right? He did his best. Uh, but what, uh, what changed so much that like, what did Blashill like, what did, what was the biggest difference? Do you think? I think it was just kind of the accountability that he held everybody to and, and the standard that he set day one. Um, and also he just, he played the right players at the right times, you know, like Colin was a great dude, great in the community, like nicest dude ever. But at the end of the day, I mean, six on five, you got to put your goal scorers or go-to guys out there, not someone that you're buddy, buddy with or, someone who's yeah 20 hits early in the game you know like or like or could run like two miles around a track faster than say me (laughs) the two mile run the worst um you guys didn't do that did you yeah track we had to run it in under 12 or under 11 minutes i think you guys have you guys had to do that when i was there only me and my roommates had to do it (laughs) no we had to do that and it got worse like when Flash so game. after we failed, then they made the whole team do it? Yeah. Basically. How many people could do it? A lot. What? Five or six that, that wouldn't pass or have to. That's it? Yeah. Oh, my whole my whole crew couldn't do it. Not even close. <laughs> well, they knew. That's why they knew. Um, uh, had- you punks games changed. <laughs> yeah. With Flash, we had to run five 300 yard shuttles five 300 yard shuttles so that means 300 yards or 50 each way 50 yards three times or whatever that is and then minute rest and then you had to do 50 yards 25 yards 50 yards 25 yards so it was like broken up and it was under 59 seconds and under 56 seconds and you didn't get your gear until you passed it our starting goal didn't have like couldn't practice for the first month. He was going at like every day at six a.m. running. Couldn't pass. It, it. Is that that Riley Gill? No, it was uh, Jerry Coon. Oh, Jerry. okay. Yeah, I was trying to uh, get him on. I think I got a little aggressive with him with my messages because he doesn't actually know me. So, yeah, <laughs> I think I scared him. I think I startled him. <laughs> oh no, he, he's uh, he's actually doing really well. He's he's in. Castle Bennett over there. Yeah. He's in castle. He's, he's loving life over there. He came and saw us over the summer, but he's not home much. So he's, I think he's pretty comfortable over there. And yeah, he is. I see it on Instagram, man. He's like a rock star over there. He's even got, you know, like you get some guys on the shed that they have that blue check Mark beside their name, whatever that means. And that he has one for what he's doing in Germany. You know what I mean? It's a big deal. It's not what he's doing in Canada, the USA, folks. It's what he's doing in Germany. He's got a blue check mark, whatever that means. Cool hey, stuff. Way to go, are- Jerry. Come into my shed. Get to know me. I think it'll go okay. Not a boy, Cooner. We'll get you out here, bud. We'll get you out here. Yeah, yeah. Don't be scared. I won't get so aggressive next time I text you. <laughs> so, um, okay. I, I, 
Fersh was uh, an assistant coach then, or no? Or what was he? Two years. Yep. The two years I was there, my last two years, he was the assistant. And he's the head coach now. He's that, the big and they're now. running a muck. Oh, yeah. He's got him going. He's got him going. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like when I talked to that Ethan Frank man, like they're bought in and they're like one game at a time. Like, oh, geez. He was, yeah. I, he got my blood pumping, you know? I was like, yeah. oh, go Broncos. <laughs> Frank's a beauty. I talk to him every now and then too. It's good to see. And, like group of them that came back for the fifth year, like no, I'm talking about the kid, the Frank that plays there now, that Ethan Frank. Yeah, yeah, oh. Ethan Frank. Yeah. Oh, you know all these guys? Yeah, I mean, going back, man, go to the outing. Go, like, oh, is that a, that's a thing yeah. people do? You play an alumni game. You get to dust up the current players. Yeah, is fun. that right? Um, no, I've never been there, but I was always playing, and I'd always be gone. And then I had little kids, and it's like, well, I've been gone for a decade, and there's a lot of things I got to do in the summer, and. uh but yeah, my my roommates definitely haven't been going. <laughs> but uh, I think everybody's ready to go back. I think so too, man. It's time. Let's go. Yeah, I want. I want to. You know, Dude, I'll be there. Ah, <laughs> uh, so you wanted at Joe Lewis? Sure did. Yep. So who's the coach then? It wasn't Blashill. That was Andy Murray. That was his first year. First year, he considered himself a rookie. What's that? Now? He considered himself a rookie his first year because he's never coached college hockey. So he's like, I'm going to kind of listen to your senior class a little bit. No. Swear to God. That's yeah, my, my, he got the players my, to buy in by letting them have a voice. Really? Well, yeah, no, because he, he definitely. His what he said went, but he took into consideration. Um, that's what you know, we're needing. Yeah. I think that's a great idea. <laughs> um, but you did live in the Burdams, yes, I did. Mm-hmm. Cafeteria still hot back then, or what? It was hot, man. I don't know if they refilled the ice cream machine yet, but it's hot, yeah. So put on you the freshman 15 the real thing, folks. It's real, yep. Yeah, especially when they give you an all-you-can-eat plan. An all-you-can-eat ice cream and buffet plan. And then make you work out for hours and hours every day. How much do you think we can eat after you make us work out for three hours? I I can I, break records. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, so you guys played beer darts too then. You enjoyed that sport? Yep, that was fun. Shout was out fun. to Mike Erickson. He, he brought that to Western Michigan. Great job, Mike. Good job. Good job, Mike. Okay, so who was your class? My class was Ian Slater, JJ Crew, Kyle O'Kane, PJ Cavaya. We also had Kevin Connaughton. And that guy still plays, doesn't he? Yeah, he's in Florida. Yeah, he left after his freshman year. Vancouver drafted him, and he was a true freshman. And they said, if you ever want to play in the NHL, you got to leave, leave, now. leave Western Michigan. And he left. He drove 32 hours from Alberta and left the next week. Like he to did, have his but he ready. did play his freshman year there. Yeah, freshman year. He, was, he ripped it up, yeah. Uh, you also played – Is this? I don't know when you won, but the Kaiser was on the team, right? Uh, I played with Danny two years, yeah. Two years and then five of my six D are in the NHL. Okay, what about what? Five of my six D the senior year, my senior year are in the NHL. 
have been in the NHL are currently on NHL. Are? Yeah. Shut up. From the Western Michigan Broncos, Danny DeKaiser, Jordan Osterley, Matt Tennyson, Witkowski, Luke, Luke Witkowski, and who's the one you just mentioned? Or who's the other guy? The other guy you said. <laughs> That's crazy. Osterley. Nope. Is that what you said? Anyways, that's uh, that's really crazy. Um, I don't. I'm pretty sure none of the defensemen I played with at Western Michigan played in the NHL. But uh, Pat oh, Dwyer, Pat, yeah, Pat Dwyer made it out of our generation. <laughs> uh, Paul Shabura played about eighty-two games. You know, two balls. <laughs> yep, yep. He was a player. Guy won't, yeah, folks, listen to this one. He won't come on the pod until he's retired, retired, because he's still waiting to make his Mario Lemieux big comeback for a playoff drive to make like whatever, five, 10 grand. Way to go, Paul. Come into the shed. Let's talk. (laughs) Let's go, Paul. Yeah. Don't be so worried. Okay. Um, The other guy uh, that was going to be a potter or in the shed. Um, I guess he's an agent for the NHL players now. Ed Witkowski, uh, Frederico, Matt Federico. Yeah. Goalie. Yeah. He's coming on the pot or what? Yeah. He's going to come to the shed. Yeah. I think he's an agent for Witkowski. O2K or O2 sports, O2K sports. Yeah. Agents are agents are some of my good potters, man. That's a whole different perspective, you know? Yeah. Oh yep. yeah. I don't have to be on their side if I don't want to. I gotta like you first. <laughs> I like Freddie. He's a good dude. Um how yeah, so he's there, Coons there. Like, yeah, you guys had some goalies, eh? Goal, we had Riley Gill, we had Nick Paisolini. Paisolini, I don't you know Gino Paisolini's younger brother, the fighter in the O. I don't know any of that. This, yeah, this kid was. Buddy, you're a different generation. I mean, you've been in the hockey game this whole time. I got out for a long time. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Just getting back into this, so we better get into it then. So, what overall your your Western Michigan experience? Like your four years there, unbelievable. Best four years about? ever, eh? Best four years ever. I mean, bottom of the barrel first two years, but it's still fun. Yeah, learn the lay of the land, you know. But then it was fun to turn around and start winning. Of a championship walking out of there. Yeah. It was awesome. Oh gosh. Yeah. I couldn't imagine winning your senior year too. It was awesome. Yeah. Holy mo. Okay. Then, so that's tough, right? So then you win it and you can just keep rocking and rolling in Kalamazoo at land. You're probably pretty well done school or you could go head off to play for the Fort Wayne Comets. <laughs> they, they were right around the corner. So they allowed me to stay in school, finish my degree, graduate, and then come. I'd practice with them, play the games. I only I warmed up probably 15 times and played one or two games. How far away is Fort Wayne from Kalamazoo? Hour and 10. So it wasn't bad. <laughs> it wasn't bad. My one game I played, I was in the bus, in the back of a sleeper bus with another rookie. We were in the, like, storage row where you put your bags. We were sleeping legs to legs, legs to heads. Yeah, oh uh, yeah, yeah. Two hours. That was the first game. So <laughs> legs to heads. I know really? what you mean. Because yeah. on those East Coast buses, especially as a rookie oh, man, you gotta get in there. <laughs> oh man. So that was tough. That was tough. But 
there's a lockout. There's a lockout that year. So well, you know what? Back. There's there's head to legs, but then there's also top and bottom, right? Where you go lay on the floor or go across the seats, right? Yeah. These are the Brutal. options, folks. Whatever you want to do. Brutal. Legs, legs, get after it. Get to sleep. <laughs> yep. Yep. Find yeah. a way. Find a way. But they had some banged up guys, so I was just kind of an extra there, um, which is kind of cool to see the championship or see how that Central League was and basically nullified that I never wanted to play there. Um, yeah. So you'd learn that, right? Because, like, it took me a, a year to learn I didn't want to be in the East Coast, right? I mean, there's a lockout after my senior year. So there was like, it was all, everybody's in the A, everybody's trying to get the A, and then those guys. So your first year of pro after that, your first year trying to sign in the summer is a lockout? Yeah. Okay. Next question. Next question. (laughs) When do you get your Italian passport and how? Oh, that's a good question. I got to get that renewed, by the way. Um my Hold dad. on, don't forget to email the Bayfield Brewing Company Thresher Belcher Whip Bear. Yeah. Uh-uh. <laughs> um, my dad looked into it. My grandma, you basically needed a third generation still alive. And my grandma was and did some sent some paperwork in, got some documents, went through the consulate in Detroit. All through my senior year, my dad was huge, um, a huge part of it. I wouldn't wouldn't have got it done without him. But uh this is your got, senior year of college. Yeah, got that together. So that was an option. You know, we had the lockout. Coming. And your old band came up with that idea? Not an agent? Yep, my dad. Hmm. He's like, get your Italian passport or get any passport you can for Europe, just in case. So, how um, did he know so much? Was he, he played at Denver? Yeah, he played ah, at Denver. Yeah, he knows what he's doing then. Okay. Yeah, he's actually been coaching Little Caesars for 35 years. What age groups he got? <laughs> He's with the 18s right now, but he had uh, O2s, Chris Draper, his age group, those kids. So we went up with them for six years. I think eight of his guys or six of his guys are on the world junior team right now um, from that team. So 15 of the 18 players in the O2 age group um, got division one scholarships. So they had a wagon of a team. Huh. He's been huh? through, yeah. He started with Mike Madano, Smolinski, and those guys were on Caesars. He and was, he's really. Yeah. So he's like little Caesars. He's like the Godfather. That's what Draper calls him, the Godfather. Well, um, the shed has a lot of different options and ways to go. I've been thinking about doing more father-son pods, you know? Yeah. If if you'd want to do that and have that memory, I'd do it with you. All right. Yeah, I'll talk to him. Get him on here. See if he's on it. Yeah. Let's talk about Mike Badano and like when did he start going through the neutral zone and like the jersey start fluttering. Was that back then in Little Caesars? I don't know. Could be. Could be. I mean, you said you did turn games on or change who, el- who, el- who else's jersey fluttered when they skated, right? Like, nobody's gorgeous. Gorgeous. <laughs> uh, okay. So then how do you get to Europe? And how did you know you wanted to go to Villard de Lans? That was another premature decision, but uh, – that was in March, I think. Things can I- happen prematurely, folks. It's not our fault. You just, it happens. Life happens, man. This life chose us. This life chose us. Yeah. Uh, so that, <laughs> I was just contacted by Rich Mitro, who was with uh, Lake State during my playing days at Western. So um, knew a guy, Jeff Lurg, who's a goalie out there. Goalie. And, um, my passport helped me not be an import. So 
thought it would be a good spot. Ended up being a fairly long year. I was there for eight months, played 23 games, 24 games. I think I had 100 pins, close to 100 pins. I've, and I've seen yeah, I mean, stats. Ten, 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 like the, I mean, I can't talk to nobody out there, even if I tried in French. Like, it would, there's no, can, there's a lot of Do parler un petit fr- français? Parlez-vous français? Can you speak in Deutsch? Sprechen Sie Deutsch? No. You don't know. No. All right. Yeah. Okay. Just curious. Okay, so long year, and uh, but you're there, and you're in the f- top French league. Yep, top French league. We're in a beautiful spot. I mean, it's not a stoplight town, very small town. The owner of the team owned a ski hill. We had free skiing in our contract. Um, beautiful. So you, you you were hitting the the slopes. The slopes was out there. Yeah, as often as we could. We played one game a week. And had you done it at that point in your life? Had I skied? Yeah, yeah. I snowboarded. Like I went up to up north here. Um, as a kid but when I got there I was like I'm gonna put the skis back on this looks a little dicey for a snowboard right and those those mountains are like pretty high over there (laughs) they're a little higher than over here (laughs) they're definitely yeah no joke so and one thing my dad always said the hill will win so I came in my mind and I put the skis back on and took it easy okay because I'm off-roading but so, so as an Italian passport holder, you're just straight up not an import at all? In some countries. So France, I didn't count. Um, the UK, I didn't count, I don't think. And then Italy, I counted for a certain amount of points. I had to play, at that time, I had to play 16 months or be on a roster for 16 months in Italy to be a full-blown Italian player, like national team, whatever else, 16 months. And I had two whacks at it. I couldn't get, I couldn't get there. You didn't get to sixty months, so you could, you or you could have been playing for like Italy. I'd be in the Olympics this year, man. <laughs> the only one. I'd be the only one there. Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh, that's too bad. Um, yeah, but it helped with like you didn't need a uh, work visa and those things, so you know how cheap even so, some management was. You know there. what? People are gonna tell us what's right and what's wrong because I don't know what I'm talking about either. But you went to the UK then with an Italian passport, but you're not just like not an import, but you're not a British player either. You're like in betweeny. You're like one of those in betweenies. You know what I mean? There is a, there's, and then you're allowed to have a couple of those. Doug Clarkson was one of them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) There's some gray area there. And, uh, but you were an import, but not an import, right? People, yeah. let us know. But don't yeah. forget to email the Bayfield Brewing Company. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So then how do you get to the Fife Flyers? Um, Tim Hartung was a teammate of mine in Ballard. What was and his he, name? Tim Hartung. Hartung? Hartung. Hartung. What's his nickname? Tugger? actually (laughs) t-rex because he gets crushed and his arms get up like that and he yeah they come up yeah yeah i've never had that nickname before yeah so then i I ended up i after my first year after the france year i stayed home usually until like october and kind of trained here skated here with the wings before they went to camp and then found something or something would come you skated with who 
with the wings downtown. The, the Detroit Red Wings. Red Wings? Yes, sir. That's who you trained with? I skated with them for probably four or five weeks before they went to training camp in September. Huh. It's nice. Yeah, that would be. Why not? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, teams call, like, what are you How doing do you get into school? that circle? Uh, I went to a couple of rookie camps my freshman and sophomore year. Oh, and then I had shoulder surgery the my junior, like the last two years of college. So I didn't go to any camps those, those summers. Um, so just knowing everybody around the ranks from Joe Lewis, Little Caesars. And then actually the last couple summers I've been out there leading up to their training camp as well, but only in the tracksuit uh, with their development coach. So it's been fun or been See, nice to. Geez, you're really coaching it up, eh? Dialed in over here, man. I'm dialed. So remodeling houses and coaching and it both works because you get to make your own hours and you also get to be fully invested. I get it. I see how it works for you. Living the dream. Mm -hmm. (laughs) No, it's good. I'm glad it's good. Everybody needs, you know, you need to figure out how it all works for you. Right. Everybody's got their niche. Yeah. Just got to find it. Fife flyers have a sick barn though. Don't they? The old barn. It's yeah. awesome. What's it called? That's what's called. The old, the old barn. A U L D. Yeah. Good, good barn. Oh, the atmosphere there. I mean, I, I was just in shock. I mean, there's only what 3,000, 4,000 people, but when they got the bagpipes and like they got, they got the, what the kilts? They got their kilts. kilts. I mean, yeah. Ruthless. ruthless. Yeah. It's awesome. Especially when I left there and went to Brayhead. And just the animosity, like when I came back and the bench was, you know, the fans were right behind you. So I got them like waving 20, 20 pound quid notes at me or 20 quid notes, whatever. Oh, because you went to the big budget team. <laughs> so that, yeah. That You're left. a punk. Yeah. So um, that was, yeah, unreal rivalry. But um, I got box. a question, though. Okay. Yeah, what do you got? When I went to Fife, I was with a couple people and they're like, well, when you come to Fife, you have to try a deep fried Mars bar. And after the game, we had a deep fried Mars bar. And I had to be like a ninja and sneak around the arena so my coach wouldn't see me eating a deep fried Mars bar. Um, but I don't know. It was it was all right. Right. The, I mean, decent. You gotta try everything, right? Like well, yeah, you gotta try everything, but like I, I don't know, it wasn't really anything to right home about did you think so did you you tried it obviously yeah i didn't i didn't indulge in them too often like oh no you're you're more of a pro than me (laughs) i was the lead i was the lead right (laughs) i did the baguettes and cheese (laughs) oh yeah um yeah there's a lot of food to eat overseas (laughs) yeah food was great i mean uk just crushing it (laughs) uk food wasn't to write home about no you're right about that it's definitely not yeah uk pub food is just like oh the the, the, bre- the, bre- the breakfast when they throw that tomato on there why are they throwing the tomato on oh. breakfast like i don't even get it it doesn't even look good it doesn't taste good like what are we doing with the tomato girls girls uh, sorry sidetracked again F- first year in fife though you had 45 points in 52 games so then you got paid and Brayhead. <laughs> so <clears throat> former Potter Finner, is he the one that brings you to Brayhead? 
Yeah, him and well, Chris Frank had something to do with it too. Um, Beautiful Broncos helping I mean, Broncos. I would have. I was all in to go back to Fife. Um, don't think I asked for too much more, but whatever I asked for, they wouldn't budge on, and I didn't get much more at Brayhead. It was just hey, worked out there. They had a way better like setup as far as who's your Fife. coach? Who's your coach in Fife? Dutes Todd Dutian. Oh, that is he still, still there? there? Still there. He's with Jeff Hutchins there. Was Danny Stewart on your team? The guy that sure coaches was. Coventry? Sure was. Yeah. That guy really didn't take a shine to me. Every time we played them, he seemed to really have an issue with me, and I didn't know what his problem was. Yeah, he was just an angry elf. That's what he seemed like, and I'm like, why are you so angry? Short man syndrome. I don't know what was up with him. But. Huh. I wonder if that – it's obviously how he coaches because – but yeah, that, that coaching, that was my first like player coach uh, encounter. And I mean, was he one of them? Yeah, he was a player coach. Right. And that's when, and that's the next when I year. Like, I mean, he's drawn up the power play. He's put himself on many <laughs> situations and like <laughs> he's telling us what we can't do or what not to do. And he's going out and doing it like the exact thing he says not and to do. And that's why I would never, ever want to be a player coach. It's because everything like you're preaching you'd have to be able to actually do now that i can coach without playing i can tell them how hard to back check you don't yeah. have to see me do it yeah. no, <laughs> andrew do. lord could actually try that hard at cardiff he actually could play the way he was saying and that was like well if he's trying that hard we better all try that hard yeah yeah no that's the difference you're right i mean Guys, at that age, too, I mean, guys look at each other like, what the fuck? Is this guy kidding me? Well, exactly. Like, you're a grown-up, and then you see what they're doing. Yeah, that guy really had an issue with me. I haven't really reached out to any Blaze players yet, but or their coach, for that matter. But maybe, maybe we'd get along off the ice. Is he still their coach? Yeah, I think. Yeah. 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 Um. Yeah, anyways, so moving on, you get to uh, the, the clan. Um, I think that area is really nice, too. I didn't really see Fife as a town. Never really got to see it. But in uh, Glasgow, we had, like, a day where we had some time to kill or whatever. Nice little area, eh? Yeah, it was a great spot. It really was. Um, I mean, the mall and the rink, everything connected. There's a lot more life in nightlife or just i guess civilians in that town do you know what i find interesting is you can tell like what seasons meant the most to people based on what pictures they send you i think the brayhead clan was probably your favorite year of hockey am i wrong no i mean that was the hell of a year that was the hell of a year that's where i did i just did some big and quick that's those are the oh, best. okay no oh. Al Gold Photography. Shout out to Al. Yeah. Okay, Al. Well, let's get the clad involved, folks. I don't think they've hit retweet just like the Cardiff Devils won't. Punks. Todd told me he was going to start hitting retweet, and then I asked for one. Nothing. Whatever. <laughs> uh, yeah, so you guys had fun that year, though, eh? And um, you know who else is on that team? Pod favorite uh, and best looking guy in pro hockey, Lee Salters. Fucking right, he was. Yeah. How what good looking was he, eh? What a man rocket. Yeah. He was, he's one of a kind. 
Oh. Like he had the man bun and, and the hair. Well, that but like he can do a man bun and dress like that, but then he could also like let it down and be Thor. It's like, what, what do you want me to do? Yeah. Who do you want me to be today? Yeah. Be I'm versatile. Yeah. yeah. And he was unbelievable. I'm six foot too. three, six foot four and jacked. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He did it all. He was, he was a good player too. Hell of a yeah. teammate. Yeah, That's no, fun, you're right. And he'd, he'd fight and he'd do it all. Fuck, he was nails. He, <laughs> that, oh. Shout out for him, though. Like, he was, like, such a good dude. Um, When, like, he's doing his MBA and he's got papers to write or whatever. And I still remember this night. Um, Hendo and I wanted to go out with our, our wives. And uh, we didn't have a babysitter. And Saltz was like, well, I got to write papers anyways. And he comes over to our apartment and uh, writes his papers at our apartment so that we can go out drinking. And it's like, what a teammate. What a dude. What a yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah. Okay. Random story that just came up in my head there. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that season you guys blew it, eh? We blew it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that was the year I was in the league and, uh, I wouldn't say we blew it. We were lucky to even make the charge we did, but you guys blew it. Big time. Uh, sorry for burping in the mic, but that's, well, you know, felt appropriate. Steelers won, eh, Simsy? <laughs> yeah, that was tough. They didn't even make it to the final weekend. Near we lost me. the aggregate to, I think, we lost, we lo- Ooh, really? The Stingrays? Yuck. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> God, you lost yeah. two. Oh, uh, we were up three to one. Your so team was awesome, too. And Stefan Meyer was on that team. Stefan Meyer, Keith, Arson, Neil Trim. Great, great team, eh? Yeah, we were good. Mm-hmm. We were good. Scott Pitt, fucking Scott. guy, snipe. Yeah. That guy, they were all on that team? Yeah. <laughs> it's Gerald. Well, you guys – oh, yeah, yeah. I, I tried to reach out to him once to get him in Franco, the show. those two guys. I yeah, tough, you guys tough. were tough. You had Frank. Salt, Frankie, and Fitzgerald. Oh, boy, burping and lots happening over here. Oh, sorry, folks, been a long holiday. <sighs> I like to think I was number four behind those guys, but – um, Well, that, yeah. Well, that do, you, do you want your – So my new push thing – third between me and Chris Frank. Strong push for third. Well, my new uh, thing here is I do player reviews um, for people. Um, you know, I, I guess I played against you once or twice, but like um, I can give player reviews based on how people pod. So whenever you're ready, you just let me know. Okay. I'm ready. Oh, you are ready? Yeah. Okay. Um, <clears throat> here we go. Okay. <laughs> um. I would say if your team is going to win a championship, you're on the third line. Um, you can be on the second line or the first line, um, but your team's not going to win the championship. If you're on the third line and you're you're running around, scoring goals, making plays, hitting guys, getting the team going, um, your team's going to be very successful. If you're on the second line, first line, trying to be a real scorer, not really playing your game because you're trying to score too much, team's not going to be as successful. You need to run around, be a bit of a rat, but also score goals and uh, help the team win. How'd I do? Perfect. Nailed thank, it. Thank you. God take damn. A breath, take a sip of that amazing beer. Oh, yeah. No, sorry. This is the uh, Thresher Belgian Whip beer. <laughs> uh-uh. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh god this is fun but seriously i can uh do a play review on anybody that comes into my shed i'd even do it on the fans that came in here but oh, those would be wild reviews <laughs> uh okay reviews anyways moving on um yeah i don't know where we're at yeah the steelers won it that year one of the things that came up chris frank brought it up Finnerty could not confirm nor deny it. He said that he did not, that, that beers got canceled in the room near the end of that season. When you guys ended up blowing it, he was thinking like at the final there, the last hurrah, you guys stopped getting beers in the room. Do you think that's true? I think so. That it is true. I think so. Yeah. Do Like people do know that beers win championships, right? Like if you haven't figured it out by my podcast yet and how I ended up winning beers, win championships, folks. If you can't go out and have a beer and show up the next day, you're in the wrong sport, right? Well, it's not even the next day. Like if, if you got to make time to have days (laughs) off and have, and let your hair down and let boys be boys, but you also need to be able to have one or two in a room and just, just relax, just, Yep. just chill just unwind That's yeah it. yeah don't don't need all the hustle and bustle right <laughs> take the beers away and then we, next thing you know we're in we don't make it mm. one mm. point shy first uh, place well it's still tough i know i know i know losing sucks i'm still not over my silver stick loss a couple weeks ago <laughs> god damn it <laughs> Guys, so how do you go from uh, there um, to 2015-16? Valpellice, Italy. Is that where do you start the year? Valpellice. Valpellice. Can you speak Italian? No. Oh, I, could, I mean, every place I was, I could speak for a little bit. Yeah. But I mean, just enough of it to get by. You know, like I couldn't speak any Danish other than I know Vahelve is something to do with swearing, or that's like saying shit or something. <laughs> Vahelve. <laughs> that's all I know. Yeah. No, I went there. Um, I actually broke okay. my rib. Oh, hold on. Rip. Yeah, I was gonna say though, <clears throat> you got research team was hot. Like I said, seven penalty minutes. Did you get in a fight? Yep. Yeah, they don't like that over there, do they? No. They're a bunch of, I think they're called the B-word. <laughs> soft, soft. Yeah, they only got two or two games for that. Um, and they don't like that when when uh, they fly you over or whatever they do. And then they, if you ever get suspended or miss time and they're like, you're like an import or whatever, man, they can make you feel pretty bad. I've seen them ha- do it to lots of people. <laughs> I never got kicked out of games or got suspended. I only got uh, kicked out of a minor hockey game recently, but that's it. (laughs) You're getting banned from beer league games. (laughs) Uh, Ref kicked me out, but no. (laughs) Anyways, sorry. So did they get mad at you for fighting? That's what my question is. Yeah, they don't like it. Yeah, they don't like it. They told me not to get involved with things of that nature and blah, blah, blah. Sat my suspension. I was back. Broke a rib. They told me to go home and play men's league, beer league, stay on their roster for the remainder of the year. So then I'd only have to be on for six months next year. Well, I had a mortgage at the time, so that didn't work. Came home, ended up uh, getting released, playing for the Indy Fuel for about five, six weeks. So, and you've never been in the coast at that point? I was a rookie. 
four years in pro my pro career and were they making you pick up pucks and clean up the bus no, and i mean like rookie money i was on rookie money and couldn't max that out so unfortunately that's why i had to leave after five or six weeks it's like this isn't gonna work i've got a mortgage and a car payment and after these bills like you're after this paycheck you can't eat <laughs> so um, the east coast is challenging financially <laughs> and he was a great great spot like unbelievable setup i mean it's a carry for sure but at the end of the day it didn't work my rib was healed up and i went back i think that's when i went back to manchester so then you go to manchester and is that finner bringing you yeah was finner out there yeah finner was out there with um who's that other coach now mike he was just legend when he played back there but um finner brought me out there played or no finner wasn't there posh was there from omar omar he was there oh he came here after me but yeah i was there for the last four months <laughs> I, I, sometimes things come up in my head and i'm like i don't know if i should say this or not and then it's like you know what it'd be funny to say it but speaking of player coaches <laughs> yeah <laughs> that like when you talk about like being able to do what you preach <laughs> Omar patch <laughs> i think it was with the stingrays um back when i was in the uk man um he had a he had a physique like me and i was like man you can't tell them to back check if you can't <laughs> Okay, I said it. Sorry, it was mean. Omar, I'm sorry. Coming to the shed, I'll apologize. <laughs> uh, one love, Omar. One love, buddy. Sorry, Omar. That's funny. But he's still yeah. coaching over there, doesn't he? Like Dundee or something. He was in Dundee. He was in Manchester. I don't know where he is now, but yeah, Manchester is a good spot. What a city. What a city. Hey, by the way, we never even talked about your dog bite. I can see you fading and you're getting tired over there. So you took, sent me photos and said, can we do it another night? And you know what? That's what I love is that you you're committed to the shed and you're, I'm like, sorry, man. Like I got tonight, like, I, Tape it please. Yeah. and you know what, you know what, like you're, you're willing to play through injury. You're here. You're ready to go. Um, and, and, and I don't know, that's, uh, that's old school hockey. So thanks. Luke Wachowski just messaged me and said, what kind of ales? Is he gonna come on? Tell the tell you know oh, what kind of ales? What this is Bayfield Brewing Company. Bayfield Brewing Company. Dot co. Send him an email, folks. Tell him uh that uh me drinking beers is really getting it out there in the world and that you know all about them in Bayfield, Ontario. Just let him know. I just let him know. Yeah, and uh so is that guy on the Red Wings or is he the captain of the AHL he's, team? He's uh he's actually on the taxi squad, he's up right now. He lives like four streets down from me. Jeez, really? So, eh? I got him four streets down. The Kaiser's like 10 minutes down. I'm what kind of neighborhood in Michigan is this? <laughs> We're on Jefferson, man. We're all off the water. Oh, really? Eh? I set up. Yeah, coming down. Come on down. I was just there. I just got back. <laughs> I was just there. Next time. Yeah, no, I'll have to get to know all you Broncos. <laughs> no, man. The uh, alumni outing is the only time to do it. You're right. I know. I understand. Was Deeds in Manchester when you you were there? I lived with him. You lived with Deeds. He's a former potter. Yeah. He's coming on soon again. Is he? Beauty. Yeah. Beauty. He is, is he a beauty. Playing? Yeah. 
Um, he just switched from Italy to somewhere. Budapest, no, somewhere. Budapest, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. What a beauty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's still doing her. Um, so yeah, it'll be fun to have him on. And then so after that season, so you're in Valpolice, Italy, the Indy Fuel, and the Manchester Storm. That's quite the year, eh? You're in the UK, Italy, and the coast. Check them all off. <laughs> okay. So then after that, you sign with the Basingstoke Bisons, not to be mistaken with the Bison Burger in Columbus. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That was actually a very interesting year. Um, are there Bisons in Basingstoke? Why are they called the Bisons? Oh, I think that was a Sheffield. Uh, one of their sponsors was a, that was a school or something, but passionate place. Uh, one of the sponsors there did remodeling work like home extensions and things of that sort. So I was playing and doing home home remodeling. You were learning the business there. It's learning the business there. I'd, I'd work probably three, four days a week. Um, How'd you get that set up? He was a sponsor of the team. So, so you just signed a basic Stoke just randomly. And then that happens well, while you're that, there. I had a buddy from juniors that was English and he played there for like four or five years. Um, and he kind of linked me up with the coach and was supposed to go play with him, but he had, he ended up not playing that year. I went there because he had to go back and get his green card for his wife from his wife. And, a lot of paperwork when you start marrying people from other countries, folks. Yeah. So he's, he's always and having to... babies. Yeah, he's got three or four babies. He delivered one of them. Sorry, what's that now? Yeah. Delivered one of them himself. Baby. Baby. Redid the whole bathroom the next week. Who did this? Joe Greener. He'd be a good potter. He's doing, he... uh, he's working up at, uh, in the Sioux right now. He lives in the Sioux. Michigan. He was on the Bateson Stoke Bisons and he's delivered a child. Yep. The shit you hear in the shed is like, if people wonder why I want to do these so bad. Do you know the Canisto name by chance? Ray Canisto. There's Canisto. No, I don't know the Canistos. There's three of them, but he married their sister. That's the the end of the story. Um, you had a foam roller and a yoga mat in your background. Hey, have you noticed that? Yeah. <laughs> I just noticed that now. Game's you changed, like, eh? You like that? Prop. <laughs> <laughs> well, a little different than what I'm trying, what, what kind of vibe I'm trying to put out here. <laughs> oh, sorry. Didn't mean it. Kind of did. Okay. Mo- moving on. 2017-18. <laughs> Do you start with the Cortina Italy team of the Alps Hockey League trying to get your 16 months in again? Yeah. Um, I didn't, I don't think I went there until September, October. I think that was another late start. I was home here, skating around here, coaching a little bit. So uh, would you not get stressed out like when you don't have a job and it's September in Europe? Because like if I didn't have a job come July, I was pissed off. Yeah, you know what? A lot of people would freak out or be stressed or have anxiety, but you know what? I just stayed busy. I, I was I was doing something. I was working. I was doing tile work. I was doing labor. That was, I guess. So you always busy. did that, like through your through career? College, through college, yeah. When I came home. What does your old man do? He's uh, 
VP is uh, commercial sales at a moving and storage company. So basically commercial moves like GM or, or bigger office moves and they're moving. So that's not what he does. I was thinking you got it for, okay. No, no, he's, it's funny watching him try and be handy. I mean, he's smart. He gets stuff done, but then double the time or triple the time. So Mayfield Brewing Company, Thrasher. <laughs> Again, I'm out of all the other kinds. Don't forget to email them. I got no more beer. <laughs> oh god um okay no that's cool though that you had the income coming through and you're a hard worker the whole time that was the other part of the player view i never uh put in there is how hard you work is because i've seen it i i i already knew from you the instagram and uh then you're coaching all the kids and all that like um i think people play hockey like their personalities and you give her thanks pal thanks well it's just who you are that's it well, it's just who you are. That's not what hockey is. People, it's an expression of their personality, you could say. <laughs> um, okay, so you leave Cortina. Why do you leave Cortina, and how do you get to the ERC Sonthofen? That was Sonthofen? The, what were they? Uh, the Bulls? Yeah, I think they were the Bulls. But anyways, there was a uh... That team was kind of in a, a playoff crunch, and they brought in Chris Colanos. Like the guy that – Chris Colanos, like the guy that played for – didn't he play for the Leafs? Yeah, but he was a first-rounder. I'm pretty sure he, he had a big playoffs one year. Yeah, he had like – in Europe, I think, previously, he, had like, he was like a three-point-a-game guy. His numbers were kind of two or three points. So they brought him in. He was available. And I was on the outside looking in. They were – trying to get me to leave without squaring away type deal. And this is in Sondhoven? No, this is in Cortina. Oh, okay. So I was like, all right, guys, I'll stay here and ski every day until the season. Until <laughs> you, you and, pay me. Yeah. And, and if that's what you guys want to do, I'll do that. So it took a while to get squared up there. I was probably there for a week. Oh, and that stuff happens in Europe. We don't really talk about it on here very often, but like, when teams decide if they don't want you in Europe or they want to make a different move, they will literally try and bury you or say like, you'll never play again because you're not going to play the rest of the season unless you just leave without getting paid. And they yeah. try and bully you. They try and pressure you. And they're all a bunch of punks, right? The people that do that. And then there's other teams that you blow out your knee and you're like, well, my career's over. I'm completely done. And they're like, well, you can stay. You can have the apartment for your wife, your kids, and you. And we're not really going to tell you what to do. And you're like, huh, well, then I'll get naked and do pregame speeches for the boys. <laughs> exactly. No, that's, so that was not easy. But the coach from Santofen, head coach, actually drove. What was uh, his name? Pick me up. Uh, Heiko. Heiko, I don't know his last name. Heiko was his name. Okay, so people on that team. Were, was Fabio Carciola on the team? Fabio. Yeah. Carciola, he Italian. Curly yeah. hair. Yeah. Played with me for the Hellbronner Falcons. No way. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He was yeah, he, the, he was a player of the year in the second league in Germany one year. He was good. He was good. He's an older guy, I think, when I was there, right? Don't call us that. No, he might. He had <laughs> but yeah, no, he's yeah, he's. I was yeah. like, late he's closer to my age than your age, I think. But he's got a brother, Adriano, too, 
both good dudes that uh, should come on at the shed. Yeah. Italian fellas. Get them on boys. Okay. Um, so he, you don't, yeah. Anyways, Chris Stanley, he's from, it says he's from Perry sound. He's a fellow I played against a lot in Germany. He was there. He was a, a player coach there. Yeah. He was a player coach. I again. almost ended up playing for him the following year. Um, I was supposed to leave that team in the French Alps around Christmas time and go to Germany, go back. But they wanted 10,000 euros to release me. Right. So Germany yeah. wouldn't pay it. No, they're not going to, because they could just get a guy that isn't asking for you to pay 10 grand because yeah. there's a lot of us out there. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So they screwed yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah, no, and uh, that's what yeah, I was. That's what I was <coughs> alluding to. <laughs> um, but anyways, so um, okay, so you play there. You're in the third league of Germany. What'd you think? What was Sonthoven like? Where's that? It's the most southern part. It's actually pretty nice. Like south of uh, Garmisch. Like it's the most southern part of Germany. So it's, I think what is close to Austria. Right, like by the Bowden Sea. Yeah. Yeah, like there was there was the so that's nice. It was nice, yeah. I enjoyed my time there. You weren't there very long though. I just you're kind of like in high school. You was moving around. Yeah, moving around, man. Trying to figure it out, see the world. It's kind of so, nice that you're you're settled now, huh? Yeah, it's nice. Kind of. Kind of. Yeah, I know. I know to me. I'm still waiting to come back out of retirement. You know, <laughs> it's uh. Yeah, it used to be a lot more exciting. Didn't it? I was on the, I was on the alternate list for the outdoor alumni game for the Red Wings here in Toledo. I'm really? Afraid. But that's not looking good. Well, you got so we didn't talk about the dog bite. You got bit by a dog. Given I was giving this dog an ice cube. Whose dog? Snapped my finger. Like literally. For an ice cube. For an ice cube. And who, like, what kind of dog are we talking about? My wife's about? friend's dog is an old English uh, sheepdog. 85 pounds. Really wanted the ice cube then. Yeah, and my finger. Huh. So that sucks. Tough bounce when you're in the home remodeling world. Looks like I'm taking a week off. I'm on the IR. <laughs> Uh, that's also uh, another part of being self-employed folks <laughs> when you get injured you can't work <laughs> you can't work yeah that's tough um okay <laughs> so then how do you how do you get all these deals who's your, like so now you're going to chambry in france in your last year of hockey how do you get there um that's a good question uh, I don't even know how. Did you do a lot of stuff yourself? Yeah, at that point I was doing it all myself. Because you so give her, yeah, somebody, no. and yeah, you me. run your own business, and yeah, yeah. and then yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Today we need my own apartment. My wife needs this. We need this. My girlfriend at the time, sorry. Um, so they were good. It took care of me when I needed to travel. I traveled, and then had a lot of time off. It was nice. We lost 20 games straight. That was frustrating. But in Chambry, you lost 20 games straight. They gave me the C after two weeks, took it from a Canadian player who ended up getting cut three weeks later. And then uh, asked me who we should get rid of and started like asking me management things. And 
every player I suggested, they're like, we can't get rid of him. He's free player. Like he, he doesn't, we don't pay him to play. He's from here. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. And we have to have 11 French players dressed each game. So it's like, well, then you're not going to get anything going here. Like, no, you get out what you put in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Kids here showing up 10 minutes before practice. Yeah. Kids you know, wearing the wrong jerseys. Kids like skating the wrong way in warm ups. Like, what do you expect? Yeah. So that was tough, but I gave him my all after all out there. Yeah, and I understand. So then how do you know it's time to be done? Um, things just started kind of going south with pay out there. And I had a little vacation or time to get home. And that was after uh, that Germany deal. So packed my stuff. I went home, jumped on the Little Caesars 04 bench. And won a national championship with that team and been coaching since. So, I mean, in January, I was approached that year by Draper to take over the 04 Caesars team. So I committed to doing that, um, started making calls because that's when youth hockey, I mean, four months ahead of time, guys are committing to for the next year. Um, Which reminds so me, I got to take another course to be able to coach next year. <laughs> I'm on level four already, bud. Oh, your shit's totally different than my shit. <laughs> oh, uh, I got to take another course to be able to do this again. And like, I'm allowed to coach AE, but not rep. And it's like, so next year I got to take a whole another weekend course. And, Please. and that's just to coach the kids. Yeah. And it's like, oh man, you guys. So like people don't get it. And like, I don't know, I try to bite my tongue, but then it's like, well, I'm not for everyone. So whatever. Right. And it's like, um, they make it so hard to volunteer to coach or like for yourself, you guys are getting compensated, but like for myself to volunteer in Canada, they make it so hard that like, I, it's like they, they try to break people and it's like, they're trying to help. They're trying to help out. Like, don't make it so hard. Yeah. Especially <laughs> if you know, or you have a history or background in the game, like that's crazy. Enough. Like that, that scares people away more than it's appetizing. Right. So like these classes here are painful too. Um, I mean, they made us go on the ice for a couple sessions with these people and it's like dangerous. Like, yeah. People don't want to skate. I mean, they got yeah help tying their skates, but yeah. pay for effort. No, and then the, the whole thing is very interesting when you get and it's like like shout out to all those people that are willing to step up and volunteer and help out and like do all the loopholes and the circus that we gotta go through to get to the point of getting to help the kids. That's yeah. all we want to do. Yeah, that's all we're trying to do, get back a little bit. And you know what else does it make sense? This is my real thing is we were supposed to have playoffs. We're supposed to be done the end of January. And then we have playoffs for two months. Um, and now they're saying there's not going to be playoffs because of COVID, but instead we're going to bring all the teams to one town and have a tournament. How does that make sense? How is that not spreading shit around then? two teams playing in remote locations for a week and then they're out and then you play the next team. Um, so you're saying we're going to all go in hotels and go stay in a different town as 10 teams. Cause that's not going to, so it's like, what do you guys want me to say in my shed? 
make it make sense and then it'll make sense right <laughs> it's not that hard just tell 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 me something that makes sense and we'll go with that <laughs> you know i'm with you man i'm with you get me now i'm getting fired up in my shot oh, i don't yeah. like that you know okay <laughs> favorite bar at western michigan Ooh, we're going to, off. We're going off script now. I have to say the Y bar. The notes are done. The Y bar. Really? That was the tap room. Yeah, that that switched up. Like I worked the door on college night there. For three like the eighteen days. and unders, or the sorry, not the eighteen and unders. <laughs> you had to be eighteen. You had to what? You had to have a Western ID to get in. Any other ID, like or no ID, there's a ch- cover charge. You had Western Michigan IDs? Yeah, you didn't have an, a school ID. I don't you know. It was your swipe card, man, to get you in the dorm, everything. You get the swipe card? We had keys. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe technology was that. I'm pretty sure I had a key. I don't know what I had. I think we had cards. I, I didn't have a card to get in my door. I know that. I had a key. You're saying no, to get in your bedroom door? I don't know. You had a key to get in that. But I'm saying like cafeteria, a study table. Oh, yeah. To the cafeteria. That yeah, we, you, we we used to, uh, it's like fake IDs at bars, right? The, all, the, all you can eat at the cafeteria. The, like, so the uh, guys would go in and then they'd say, oh, I just go to the bathroom. And then they give it to the seniors or yep. juniors after we had worked for th- worked out for three hours. And we were like, let's see how much food we could eat. <laughs> yep. Yep. That was the thing. The pass back. Oh, we got to go to the bathroom. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So what's your favorite meal in the cafeteria dorms? Was oh, it breakfast man. or dinner? Probably the dinner. The buffet, like a Mexican buffet. Or, I mean, I was, I was big on the soft serve ice cream. That was every meal. Is that right? Eh? You're an ice cream guy. Yeah, big ice cream guy. Really? I see. We we uh, buttered up the gals in the back. By the end, they they add for breakfast. They would cook eggs any way we wanted. Right? You go in and order, yeah. and they they weren't they weren't supposed to do that, but they would. Yeah. Um, okay. Other question. This is just a random one. <clears throat> When you lived in the Burnhams, was there still a lot of athlete inter-athlete breeding at Western Michigan? Yes. Yeah. yeah. They they really set was, people up for that, eh? I was 21 too, like at the end of my freshman year. So oh, you were an old boy, right? Yeah, because you were in Columbus and all that. So yeah. no, that it was uh so you would have been old with all the young kids in there. Yep. Yep. Mm. We had actually 87s, 88s. Oh, my whole class was 21 except for two guys freshman year. So we were, yeah, older. Huh. Advantages. <laughs> um, no, yeah. That's shout out to my wife. Thanks for letting me do this again tonight, honey. It's where I met you was in the Burnhams. <laughs> yes. yes. It's not that hard to hit the other side of the floor when there's just a <laughs> door in the way. Um but yeah, no, I don't really have anything else. You got anything else for me? I know you're a busy boy. Been That's bit it, by a no. dog. You got to remodel houses and coach kids. You, you're busy. Yeah, and you're a dad now. Yeah, no, I just daddy daycare this week. Me and the hand and daddy and the son. No income yeah. too, eh? <laughs> it's brutal, brutal. Might have to take the week off from coaching too. 
Oh no, you can't shut down that tap, buddy. That's minor hockey. You gotta get paid. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be uh, I'll be at the Wings game. I think if they're playing on New Year's Eve, so have a look for me. I'll be on the glass. Chase Pearson played a game yet? Probably not. He was a former Potter. Has he been called up at all? Pearson, D man or forward? He's a forward. He was like their last cut in training camp. He's the top scorer in the AHL team. Like one of them. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think he's been up yet. No. No. He might be on the taxi squad. Holy moly, you're tired, eh? You bet what? Jesus. I don't have all those beers keep me up, man. Jeez, you need to live a little, man. Have beer. Like, you got the foam roller and the yoga mat in the background. (laughs) Hey, it's been a long week. It's been a long week. Games change, but I guess this is how the Broncos started winning. (laughs) Because I didn't even know what a foam roller was when i got to pro and this has been another episode of two hails and hockey tales with railer and wally some people clap on a one and three some people clap on a two and four some people don't join at all because they got no rhythm and that's all right some people they drink too much some people don't drink enough some people are just like me i hope y'all forgive me i'm like scott because i'm a gold band i'm like pizza south town van van i'm always speaking my mind when i'm better off with my tongue i'm a bad joke I'm not for it.